All right, guys, this is going to be an extra, um, it, this is going to be an after hours extra special. We're going to go ahead and give you guys some quick takes on some of the thoughts we're thinking throughout the day. And uh, today we're going to go ahead and get started with the Cam Newton kid. Um, by now, everybody's straight up seen this video. This kid paid pretty much all up in Cam's face, telling him what he is and what he isn't. Um, so, you know, my, the, the first thing that I want to say about it is when we text each other, I don't know if it, one of you guys might have texted, but it was in our group text. And, or I might've asked you guys, hey, what do you guys think about this camp kid? And then, Brand yeah, that's what it was. And Brandon was like, yo, let me look it up real quick. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because you were like, yo, fuck that kid. That was, that was your message. And it was funny because I woke up in the morning and I saw this tweet from somebody else. And I honestly was like, yo, is that Brandon? Because the fool straight up said, I can't see how anybody can see that video and not come away from it without, without the, just the only thing you can think of is fuck that kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly that kind of attitude. I mean, everybody around them must have been thinking it. You, you could even tell, like, some of the kids were like, oh, my God, are you really doing this right now? Like, it's fucking over. Um, that's the stupidity part of it. Um, you know, we did mention that part of it. Now, as far as um, now that he fucked up, we all said, what's going to happen next? And I said, oh, well, if it was my kid, this is definitely the, a moment where I would have been like, this is the last fucking thing you should ever be doing. Who the fuck are you? You're, you know, all those kind of normal things you want to tell them. So it seems like someone got in his ear, whether it was a coaching, whether it was whoever was in charge of the tournament, parents, uh, some adults were involved, or maybe it was just a good old fashioned roasting that it was so embarrassing that he was like, yo, you know, you're seeing the comments. It wasn't a lot of people saying, look at this badass kid telling Cam what it is. It was more a lot of people saying, look at this dumbass kid that doesn't understand that he might have just closed a shitload of doors, opportunities. Um, you know what I mean? Like in this world, everything's recorded. So let's say in the late in, in the future, this kid's trying to get recruited somewhere. You know, this going to be asked, oh, weren't you the kid that was screaming at Cam at a camp? And that's enough to turn people off, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, but look, so I said, I, I said what I thought initially of it. I feel like... Um, what the obviously the outcomes but what could happen from the situation and then the kid apologized right so I, it's still a kid so I'm not going to be the guy that's going to like you said we all thought it fuck this kid but it also isn't going to be for me like a permanent bash on a fucking chat kid because I always do try to remember when I was a fucking kid and I know how easy it is to sometimes want to up each other as kids and be that guy somebody might have just low-key said yo Cam you're whack and just kind of said it under breath and you can see the kid might have been like, well, I'm going to be the motherfucker that says it to his face and get my props that way. Because someone might have laughed when the first kid said it under his breath. And now this kid's like, well, you're really going to laugh with the shit I'm about to do now. And then, you know, Cam put him in his place. But it wasn't too severe. It was easy. You know, we all would have understood if Cam just said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but what about you guys? You, I, I ranted. I went on about this whole situation. I didn't think it was the worst. Initially, it did turn me the fuck off. Uh, but I'm glad it kind of, we gave it a day, full, full circle. The kid got a chance to apologize. Um, but what about you guys? What do you feel? Um, I, I just want to, uh, real quick, because my, my kid's young. I just saw it today. Um, that was very disrespectful, that child. I'm surprised Cam didn't kick him out, um, really. Um, and I just think that it's kind of sad um, as, that we are in a society where... <laughs> like that kids think that's okay you know to, to disrespect a a person who is look man if i was a kid and um a foreign mvp came to my camp played in the super bowl 
number one pick, Heisman winner. Um, that kid better know his. He <laughs> pick up <laughs> what, what did uh, Robert Ori say? Like to Vlade, pick up a fucking book, read a newspaper, or some. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this kid. You know, and, and clearly, it's... like you said, E, um, somebody got to him, whether it was his parents, coach, whatever. Um, because if it wasn't, it was somebody's back of somebody's hand that got to him because that was extremely disrespectful and embarrassing because if that was my kid, I would be so embarrassed. Um, mm. um, but I wouldn't be mad at him because maybe it'd be like, Hey, did you just get us closer to Cam Newton? <laughs> hey, 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 you know, and you're right about being mad at him, but at the same time, like you said, is if it's my kid and that happened, cause I know the kid I'm raising. Him. So if that would happen, I would obviously feel like, well, this is a, something that never happens. He wasn't raised this fucking way. So that's why I mean with no matter how stupid the fact yeah. is, remember oh, yeah, for sure the kid gets to completely change his mind. Cause we all know how much we definitely act differently. It's not like all the shit we do is because it was condoned at home. No, it's that it was crowd, definitely it's the crowd effect. It's the crowd effect. Um, and I, exactly what you said, I was thinking, I think Gladwell when I had a podcast about this um, a couple of years ago, where like even a grandmother um, who if, if a bunch of people are throwing rocks at a house and a grandma comes over and she sees people she knows doing it, even if she never does it, she might all of a sudden start picking up that rock. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, it, it's that crowd effect is strong. What about you, Mike? What do you feel about this um, whole cam cam? At first, like, you know, because you saw how they when the video was posted, I thought it was more of a prank. I mean, mm-hmm. again, something like you said, um, when you're amongst your peers or your friends, it's easier, it's easier to get like, uh, like influenced or kind of, uh, get egged on to do something mm-hmm. that you really mm-hmm. don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, amongst his teammates and stuff, like you said, it must've been funny at first and they all started laughing, but then it was like, okay, now you're getting out of, uh, out of, out of line or out of pocket. And, um, exactly. going, going back to his apology, <clears throat> excuse me. I think, um, maybe it was an adult his parents maybe it was his friends after the fact yeah. kind of roasting him after like hey you were you were doing too much or you you took it too far and yep. he felt the need to um you know apologize which was correct um one thing that i i think uh cam handled it well uh I've, I've seen a few of the comments or you know people responding and could he have gotten away without saying hey i'm rich yeah but i guess it was at one point as well trying to humble the kid um yeah. in his way of not trying to be disrespectful and like he he said like where's an adult i don't want to argue with the kid i want to i want to speak to an adult and, and and we talk about that see that's one thing that we talk we talk about as we get older that you got to learn and it's hard to learn right where you're like right. that's part of being a grown up when you're sometimes you catch yourself you're like wait a minute am i arguing with a kid right now correct and i lowered myself to that level because i feel like i'm, I'm i never used to let anything go but at a certain point, if I come up to you guys and talk to you guys how I just got into a shouting match with a 16-year-old kid, no matter how the story starts and ends, you're going to at one point say, but wait a minute, didn't you say the kid was 16? Why yeah, didn't you kid, just walk you're the arguing fuck with away? the kid. Yeah, right. why didn't you just walk the fuck away? So, yeah, I get that part of it. But remember, it's his camp too, right? So you feel like, Correct. not a, you know what I'm, uh, you know. You're not going to show him up. I mean, you're, or, the, not, you you're know. a celebrity guest, right? You're supposed to be there to just get slurped up basically you know what i mean you're, you're there to just that's not that's not what you get invited for you know and that's why when fools shit on motherfuckers that want to skip these camps you kind of get it right 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. whose camp are you yeah. at, man? Like, basically, what, where the, are you? <laughs> this is letting you know, don't show up to a camp unless you straight up MVP or balling. Other than that, take the camps off because yeah, you, these kids are going to try to roast goats. <laughs> Mahomes showed up, they could be like, hmm, six completion saw, garbage, garbage, garbage. your arm is whack. <laughs> Got beat by old man Brady, right? So, yeah, we could go on for days from this, but look, good thing is we all thought about it. We we were waiting for the apology or, or like Brent has said, the ass open. One or other, somebody was going to get to this kid and, and luckily it well, seems like it was it was in a positive way because again yeah, he backtracked I, we all yeah. we, we all were raised by parents you know decent parents but we all did some stupid shit that had nothing to do with how they raised us For um, sure. uh, you yeah. know what i'm saying so we hope we hope that if we were getting recorded we would props to this kid i don't i think at that age you know mike knows me like i would probably double down homie i would have had that other video with a, a whole hour roast on cam Instead of doing the right smart thing in a positive, Eric's so, diss track. Yeah. So no matter how much I shit it on the kids, I understand that at that age I was one of those dumbass fucking kids. So yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. Props, props to him. Props on the kid for apologizing and whoever and if and if somebody made him do it, props to that person because the hey, right thing was done. Regardless. It's all about lessons learned. learned, right? Lessons learned in life. And right. Hopefully he can learn his lesson and move forward. Yep. Yo. So uh, moving on to the next topic that's just burning on the shit is Jimmy. Um, you know us. He, here we all know we're Niner homers. We're always gonna find a way to talk Niners. Um, you guys can go ahead and uh, you know let me go ahead and say, but later on you guys can kind of maybe say what you guys feel if there's any trade or anything specific you want to bring up to it. My point is just a general thought. <laughs> Niner fans with the disrespect of Jimmy is crazy. Um, with, with the shit that we've been recorded before, we I said it to you guys every time we have every time there's a possibility to get somebody, and there's certain guys I say let's go get them. Certain guys I say we should consider. And all of it comes down to what I've said, even from the end of the podcast uh, last season and, and when he was playing. Jimmy, to this point, hasn't earned the position of no competition. I'm the motherfucking starting guy, no matter what. So as far as getting offended because we're bringing people in, that's definitely no. Like, I honestly, he hasn't earned that to where he's just a number one guy, no competition. It's just him. But that doesn't also mean that he, a guy that got you to the Super Bowl, all of a sudden is garbage, trash-ass quarterback that you have no need for. There's That's the problem with fan bases, right? Like, you know, we just went about this kid disrespecting Cam. Now, I saw feel like Niner fans are on Twitter. Over here, just shitting on a guy that was just on the Super Bowl not too long ago. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so what? What if, you know, obviously since, you know, Pat Mahomes got his already, but what I mean is that would be like getting rid of this fool now because he didn't get it done this year. I mean, that... It, that's just the dumbest shit in the fucking world you know i do get it jimmy has shown certain times where he you know missed those uh, the injuries all that kind of stuff makes fucking sense which is why you bring a guy but when you start hearing the fucking kirk cousins of the world when you start hearing that kind of shit it, it starts that's what i mean the disrespect because now you're at a desperation mode where you you're you're doing what we always say you never should do you're getting rid of a guy without worrying about what you're really getting in in return or just basically thinking anything in return is better than what the fuck you have. And again, what you have is a guy that got you to the fucking Super Bowl. This team wasn't bad because, first of all, they were bad because he wasn't playing. That's another reason why they were bad last year. Um, but that's that's how I feel about it. As far as food's trying to get rid of them, I'm there to try to bring in the guys. You guys know certain guys. Deshaun, no-brainer. Go get them. That wouldn't be, a, you know what I mean? Even Matt, like I said, Matt Stafford, I could have seen that as a one-year solution, two-year maybe tops, nothing crazy, nothing big. Definitely was never on the Wentz and none of those kind of, you know, silly shit like that. Um, but, um, yo, Jimmy, don't get too in your feelings. 
um, you're, if people are trying to bring in competition for you, because that definitely should be the case. But at the same time, if we fucking go ahead and come back next season with Jimmy, I'm not going to believe one of these guys is going to be losing his fucking shit. If he comes back, I'm honestly expecting him to fucking ball, get us to the playoffs. And just like I say every single time when it comes to not, most things Niners, this is more about Jimmy. I mean, this is more about Kyle uh, than it is about uh, most other things, especially in the offense. So um, I feel with a healthy Jimmy, he's that's still more than enough for Kyle to get the job done. So what about, did you guys, did you guys maybe a specific trade you feel like you, you heard that you like or the same way or any just think about him getting traded that you have an opinion of? Um, uh, for me, yeah, I have one specific trade. I haven't, I haven't been shy to voice it to y'all. Uh, go get Deshaun. Like, why, why are we bullshit? Go get Deshaun. Um, it's a quarterback in, who just led the league in yards, who's in his prime, and that type of player doesn't become available. Not in their prime, at least. Yeah. He already um, got the contract because he earned it. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, what? if we're going to go after, for example, somebody like you mentioned, uh, Matt, uh, if we were going to go after like a Matthew Stafford or a Wentz, that was a big contract anyway. Yeah. You know, uh, even if we go after, there's also another name that's circulating. Um, I don't really like it, but I don't mind it as much. I f- definitely don't want Cousins. Uh, Matt Ryan has been another name thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't like it, but I would take Matt Ryan over Cousins if that was the options that we were, you know, moving away from Jimmy. If those are my options, I definitely would go at, uh, prefer Ryan over Cousins. That's just me, though. Um, but if I'm going to have, like, have it my way, definitely go after Deshaun. Mm-hmm. And I think both of those moves, like with the Matt Ryan and the Kirk especially the Kirk Seymour on the side of like have to trade have to make something happen um look I wouldn't mind taking Matt if for some reason we we traded Jimmy for some assets and we got Matt for one year while we're what we're using yeah. whatever you know what I mean that makes yeah, sense yeah. For me. but as far as right we just have to ch- get rid of Jimmy and get somebody else I'm not on the on the page of Matt on that one. what about you B what you feel about this whole Jimmy 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 situation um I think if you can't get an elite quarterback, then we just go out with Jimmy. That's as simple as that. Like Matt Stafford, Ryan, they're the same. I I don't want those old fucks. Like I just don't like, they're the same guy. I'd rather have Jimmy. He's already had a contract. He already knows our team, already knows our roster, already knows our, um, our guys. Mm -hmm. I also think that, you know, we were the most injury depleted team in the league last year. Um, Jimmy's probably only played like four games since his ACL tear, like Mm -hmm. full real games. So we're like, we're, you know, Let's just pump the brakes on it. Um, we lost Kittle. We lost Bosa. We lost our line. We lost Staley, you know, to retirement. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of change. A lot of our running backs were in and out of the lineup. Um, and to act like that doesn't affect our play and our quarterback is kind of silly, right? So definitely. Um, sure. <clears throat> I feel like Kittle's going to be back next year. Um, we're going to have um, a full year of Ayuk. We're going to have um, Debo, hopefully. You know, yeah. obviously, all these guys are going to be healthy. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jimmy's got people to throw to, you know, like, and look, like Eric said, if you want to bring in somebody because of his injury history, that's fair game. That's as fair a game as you can possibly get, man. Like, just, just the way it is. Like, hey, the be- I, I forgot who said it, but the best kind of ability is availability. And like, yeah. if Jimmy ain't available, then like, that's, Three. we can't argue that. Like, we can't, argue, we can say like, hey, he's super handsome, but it's like, yeah, but he can't stay on the field. 
you know, so. And we can still like them, right? We yeah, both, we, we never stopped being Alex Smith fans. We just no. knew it was time to move on. That's just what happened. One hundred percent, you know. So I mean, look, if he's if he's over there and he's not throwing strikes and he's turned the ball over, um, then yeah, like let's just um, we got. I think we can. I think it'd be easier just to cut bait than trade for somebody else's trash. Yeah. Ideally, for me, the way I would go with it, if um, adding a quarterback. Cause look, I, I, you guys know with the Lakers with everything, I'm I'm always more on the side of keeping guys. I like to, you know what I mean. So my ideal situation would be find find a way to maybe draft a guy that we like, that we really like. Not not again. We got the fourth quarterback available because we forced ourselves to get a guy. Again, that kind of shit I don't like. Yep. But if we like a certain guy and we don't, especially if we don't have to start him in next year, and it's one of those where Kyle likes him, but it's more of a next year situation, the year after that situation, that would be my ideal situation. Because, hey, if Jimmy still proves to be the guy, then fuck, we don't need that other kid. You know what I'm saying? But if Jimmy's not the guy, well, you got the other guy that you kind of like that's already learning your system, which everybody says Kyle's system is hard as fuck to learn. So ideally, I wouldn't want to go ahead and throw in a rookie uh, with a Kyle system just no. from the jump. That That's just not an ideal situation. No, I'm cool with drafting one to learn, but drafting one to start. You know, we're we were pretty close. We're one year away from being Super Bowl. And I, you know, in, and literally like, like half of our best players were hurt. So like, I'm not really worried. Like, I'm really not like, I'm not saying that we're going to get back to Super Bowl, but I feel like if you gave us everybody healthy, I'm confident in our chances. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, and last thing, um, I was going to go ahead and also go ahead and go into this recap for the, the weekend of fights. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, there was some cool fights. There was some upsets. David Evanesian was able to keep his Bell in, in the UK card against pretty uh, pretty boy Josh Kelly. That was a big upset. That was cool. But the fight that everybody that everybody's talking about that I want to talk about is the one we were expecting was that yeah, it was Valdez Burchell. We I told you guys, yo, you gotta watch this. I can I text you guys over and over. It wasn't even for Podge. It was more like you guys, if you have a chance, check this out. This is gonna be fucking fun. This is gonna be dope. You know what I mean? Mexican versus Mer- Mexican. Um, you know, just say always Spanish. a bloodbath. Putazos. it's just straight up let's go let's crack it's didn't didn't disappoint know, that's for sure didn't disappoint but which was the dope part of the fight which is why valdez impressed the shit out of me because the thing to me was like Burchell's gonna get this guy to go into a, a war with him and he's gonna end up cracking him and that's how he's gonna end up but valdez was able to trade when he needed to him obviously hurt the motherfucker but he was able to go ahead and avoid really trading you know avoid trading 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 he was able to Go in there, get his work on, and, and actually avoid a lot of the staying in there in front of fucking Burchell. Um, it was crazy, dude, to see to see Burchell getting fucking you know dropped like that by Valdez was definitely not what what I expected. I expected maybe Valdez looking great if he was going to win and getting some a decision, um, but super fucking impressive. Um, I will say this: uh, before the you know everybody was reporting on this after the weigh-in, Burchell looked like he was done. So that was one of the first indicators where people were saying, yo, maybe Burchell isn't going to look so good on Saturday because he looked like, yo, first of all, he needed help to get on the scale. He couldn't even stand on the scale. He needed to get help by his trainers. You know what I mean? As soon as he weighed, he went straight for the water. He had a banana. Like, this one couldn't even wait the one second. Like, he was done, done. Which fighters done that done that before? He's been one of these guys that kind of done that before. But you, it just looked a little bit more fucking, di- you know, a little different than normal. Where, yes, it was hard to get. Yes, he was drained. But he looked really fucking drained. And um, one thing that other people are mentioning is, you know, one of the reasons why this fight was postponed originally because um, 
Burchell tested positive for COVID. So some people feel like maybe he just never really fully recovered. Like some people feel like it takes actually a couple months really before you're fully there. And if you're doing a fucking weight cut during a, a COVID recovery, that just, look, I don't, we don't got the science on that yet, but I'm assuming that weight cutting during COVID recovery isn't like ideal. You know what I'm saying? So right. that, that was maybe something, but look, still props to fucking Valdez at the end of the fight, whenever these, these big fights, this is what everybody does, I guess as fans, right? Guy gets a chance, gets a crack at the belt, wins the fight, and all we want to know is what's up next, right? So, um, you know, Shakur Stevenson, which is, you know, American on the inside, that, that's a fight that could happen. Definitely Tank Davis. He was tweeting after the fight, talking about he put Valdez to sleep. Um, so, he, you know, that that's starting already. So that would be a good fight. Um, I would take Tank Davis over Valdez. Um, I would take Shakur over Valdez, but not because Valdez, I don't think Valdez is, is, is the goods. I just, you know... First of all, those two dudes are Americans. And second of all, um, I just think they got that. Do you know one of those where he's not bad, they're just better, you know? Better boxers. Better boxers with Shakur. And I think Tank, if he catches them, you ain't going. You're going to go to sleep. Yeah, he's not He's not going to be able to stand there and trade as much as he did with with uh, with this dude on uh, Saturday. Burchell. Yeah, and, and, and Burchell, that was the weird part where it's like Burchell, it just didn't seem like his punches really had. He didn't have power to him. Yeah, to him. And that, again, could have been the wagering, could have been the COVID, whatever. All of those things are a factor. Um, but, you know, we this is all true in any sport we follow, right? Um, injury excuses aren't really tolerated. No one really got time for this. Um, everybody's injured. Right. You know what I mean? Um, fighters are injured. No fighter showing up fully healthy to anything. You know, with, with part of your training in, involves getting hit. You're, you're hurt. You're getting hurt. So, um, you know, there's part, there's things that everybody's dealing with. Um, props to Burchell. I mean, props to Valdez. That's what should be the, the thing. At the end, he did say that it was super dope. Um, you know, look, man, he, he's like, even my idols, you know, who is Chavez, which is his, uh, pretty much every Mexican fucking kid growing up's idol you know, picked against him, right? So those are the kind of stuff you see and uh, they give you the motivation. And obviously now he gets a dub. Look, the president was calling, the president of Mexico was on the phone with Burchell um, before the fight too. So, you know, if you're Valdez, you're probably seeing all this thing. No you're pressure. Going, you're like, no one's going on me. No one wants me to, do, and I know I'm going to win. So, um, you know, you get that extra little fire. You go in there and you put in the performance you did. Uh, you know, it, it was super dope. It was super fun. Impressive. Um, you know, I don't know. Great fucking night of boxing, that's for sure. I was gonna bring up uh, what I what I seen, Eric. I don't know how much how you feel about it, but I was kind of reading what uh, what what was the uh, uh, knocked out Burchell? Yeah, Burchell, Miguel Burchell. Um, yeah. So I, I was I read I, I read I don't know if it was either an article or a tweet. I don't recall. Um, but uh, somebody mentioned like something like he was already he was defeated off the scale. Like once he was off the scale, like they he kind of looked defeated already. Like yeah, he was just it, 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 it looked like a long yeah it was gonna be a long. Uh, long day for him uh, in the ring that against yeah, uh, look, Valdez. So, so much so that, um, look, my pick initially was Burchill by KO in the late rounds, right? That's what I picked. Once it's out of the way in, which is, you know, you guys know I'm trying to do my recaps and my previews, right? But for the previews, that's right. one of the reasons why I wanted to try to push it towards the end because, you know, the weigh-ins are huge, right? Sometimes you're thinking a certain way, you see a weigh and you're like, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm changing my pick because something, something doesn't seem right. Look, I went on my bookie last minute, dropped some money on fucking Valdez, you know what I mean? So that was cool. I was able to come up on that because that weigh-in did change my mind. So enough so to where I felt like, you know what? It might be beneficial to put some money about this. And it was. So yeah, definitely right. that was a that was a big thing. So uh, 
you know, fights coming up this weekend. You can bet your bottom baller. I'm, I'm waiting to the last minute before I really want to try to make my pick because, um, you know, try to get as much information as I can. I, I know for a fact, I wish if I knew that it seemed like Richet was having this much time beforehand to make the weight, you know, I would have probably been a, a lot, you know, more ahead of the more, more, you know, more ahead of the game. What about you, B? Did you get to at least see the knockout? <laughs> I saw the knockout on social media. Yeah, that was yeah. a hell of a knockout. And I definitely agree with your decision to wait until um, the final, uh, especially the weigh-in, because it's like you're getting uh, a really inside look, especially for gambling. That's a really good. Um, that's a really good point. You know, it's you know, it's it's like the injury report, but if exactly, it, but if we had a camera in the locker room, we can see people hobbling. We're just like, oh shit, okay, yeah, he's really ginger and you know, he's really favoring that left leg. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a really good point. Um, and and it's and, and on top of it, yes, is the is is the injury report, but it's more like the active in, in it inactive and active report, right? Where it's more yeah. game day, where it's like, no, the guy was fully healthy, but he was more of a scratch. That changes the whole game. So no, you're you're definitely right. That that's so you look for for this week. I'm looking for these weigh-ins uh, because it's another exciting week of boxing coming up, and I'll definitely be sure to preview the and let you guys know as, as we get closer to the end of the week. Um, but yeah, that was dope. And one thing, like I said, the reason why I always tell you, Brandon, like I said, I know you don't tune into boxing all the time, but you do definitely you catch the the ones you need to, right? Um, so the reason why I tell you stuff like this is because I know next time when this guy's fighting it's going to be easy for me to say, hey, Brandon, remember that dude that knocked the shit out of Vertel a couple months ago? That's the cat that's fighting this week. And it's going to be, I know Brandon is going to be able to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that I know exactly who that cat is. And, I, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to check him out. So, yeah, the, the president of Mexico's best friend. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> New best friend, because he wasn't his best friend before well, the fight. Until, but Canelo, he until, Canelo, until Canelo wins, and then when he calls <laughs> Question, he calls. Do you think he, did he get a call after the fight? No, well, he he got a call by Canelo, which is probably who wanted. He he got you know he's part of the he's part of the Canelo camp, so yeah. that's that's the big part of it. So right. it, it, it's a huge win, huge huge wins. I'll say this for Mexico and their fans, they got they got a great one. Sure, um, like they pretty much give us a lot of the time. So, yeah, uh, so it was go sure go enough. catching up with you guys, and let's see we <clears throat> excuse me we get this going next. Uh, you know, as much as we come more of a extra stuff more quick no, nothing um too structured and um just some shit we want to get off our, our chest at the end yeah, of the day should be fun more sure. more content for everybody to listen to you know so um eric leading the way here it's a, a little change for these shorter episodes so i hope everybody likes it um we're going to get this out today what is it it's 22nd so it should be in your feeds on the 23rd so right in the morning there you go february 23rd you know Check what i'm saying it out. let's right. go good shit eric all right y'all have a good night all right, man. hey real quick i know night. we're gonna hey i know we're gonna do it on after hour sports uh the big pod, yeah. For, yeah, the next one, but I, I still, just because recently um, it was Valentine's uh, Day is already going to pass. Uh, it already passed, so it's going to be a little by then, but shout out to um, Alex Meat Market, my man right here in North Hollywood, Argentina Meat Market. He gets me right, gets me my fucking prime ribs, gets me my fucking mm. filet mignon, whatever I need. So cooked up some steaks, had to hit my cat up. Um, Alex Meat Market, North Hollywood. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that out. I didn't even know that was there, so I'll, that's yeah. what's up. I just go to Ralph. I just go to Ralph's because I live in between two Ralphs, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you, you can't go wrong with it, especially you do Ralph's sh- uh, fucking um, uh, butcher special or manager special where they got, they got that bomb. Stuff. And they got some, like, yeah, they got go. some good stuff. Um, for sure, I'll check them out. That's what's up? All right, y'all. All right. All right, man. Peace. Later. Peace. Peace.